This is a Triple J podcast. On this episode of Simply the Jest, get ready to slip and slide because we are hearing your very best wet stories. We're going to hear about water, saliva, and of course, piss. Completely exploded. What? Like the serial killer? Yeah, the serial killer, yeah. No! Did you say you died? Are you back from the dead? What? Are you a ghost? I am back from the dead. At what point did you realise you were (laughs) swimming in the pool of one of the most famous musicians of all time? Like, too late. (laughs) Is this a Ratatouille situation? Oh, here we go. Hello. Hello. Simply the Jest. Australia's best stories. What was that? That was me being Father Christmas. No, to be honest, what happened was I went to go, well, hello there. Welcome to Simp of the Jest. My name's Lewis Hobart. Uh-huh. But I just had a Mentos oh. and um, yeah. there was too much saliva in the back of my throat. Because... So to go, well, hello there. Well, that's old man Hobart over there. I just came down from old there on the hill to tell you that I found gold. <laughs> a gold. The old prospector has joined us for the podcast. In them hills. Hello there. My name is Lewis Hobart. My Welcome. Michael Hing. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's Michael Hing and Little Skip. And toot toot, I'm Little Skipper Jess Perkins. Oh, hello. Hello. there. I once had to play an old prospector in a in a university play. <laughs> oh yeah, that feels uh, right. Yeah. What do you mean feels right? I thought it was a pretty good. It was a pretty good thing. I got to I got to have a little pickaxe and go. Oh, how do they? Oh, you know. Did you do any um, sort of research for the role? Uh, Did you touch some gold? I watched a Saturday Night Live sketch Great. that had a old prospector in fantastic. it. Fantastic. That was probably about it. Great. Based it mostly on Jimmy Fallon's performance or whoever it was his performance. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, hello there, and went. <laughs> Once again to the podcast, it is a storytelling podcast where we give you a topic each week. You send in simply your best story on that topic. At the end, Jess Perkins, the little skipper, does her one thing that she hates doing, but we need her to do, which is pick her favourite, and then we wrap it up to put it in a little bow, and everyone thinks it's the best thing ever. Correct? Yep. Yeah. Correct. The topic this week is wet, 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 wet. Perko, you got a wet story? (laughs) I do. Well, this is breaking news, actually. Breaking wet Um, news? (laughs) Breaking lack of wet news, I've got, which sounds creepy. All I mean is, just before we started recording, I got off the phone with somebody. Uh, our shower has been leaking for several months now. It's finally getting fixed. Mm-hmm. We've locked in a date. And she's locked in the date with me on the phone. I was like, yep, sounds great. Put it in the calendar. And she's like, and just so you know, you won't be able to use the shower for two days before, the day of, or two days after. Oh. So I'm going to be without a shower for five days. Damn. Five days, no wet. Five days, but, no wet. Now, what do you have access to? Do you have a, do you have a second shower? No. Do you have a bath? Nah. Do you have a hose and a tub? <laughs> I don't have a hose. I've probably got. I've got a watering can and a balcony. Will that do? That's perfect. I think you should fill up a watering can. Uh, in fact, we'll deliver a new watering can to your house every day, and you can water yourself like a little Perkins plant. Oh, that's kind of cute, actually. I think it is. The balcony is on a main road. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that'll be fun. Yeah, we'll be watching from our cars. I'll give you see a naked Perkins trying to water herself. No, if you want to come over, I'll hose you down. <laughs> Honestly, Perko, it's what friends do. You come over, put you up against the wall, hose you down like an elephant at the zoo or whatever, you know, because I've seen them wash them. I send me on my way. Have been, <laughs> yes. I've been through this myself. Um, I used to live in a share house and one day we just came home and the water was off. 
and we were like, what's going on? And the most chaotic member of the share house was like, um, we might have got a letter about this. And we were like, <laughs> oh, no. Awesome. I recognize the person you're doing that impression of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> shout out to Marty Smiley, wherever he is. <laughs> uh, yeah, they um, had shut the water off and had shut it off for days. Oh. And it was only functional between like 1 and 2 p.m. They were like, oh, you can have a shower between 1 and 2 p.m. You're like, oh, great. The time where everyone's home. Perfect. Uh, right. So I, I, was, I showered at work and it was yeah. horrific. I hate showering at Why work. Why didn't you call your old friend Hing? Come around, up against the wall, hose <laughs> you down like an elephant at the zoo. Come on. <laughs> Stop begging people to come over. Come on, round everyone. We're having a hose down. <laughs> well, hello. An old fashioned hose down. Come on over. Hose down. I thought I heard there was a hose down over here. Oh, we're losing the plot. Uh, we will also be we, we're hearing stories. Not just. I mean, I don't know if we're getting any hosing stories. We're getting stories. All that people. I don't know. Presumably getting wet in rivers and beaches. You know, mm. bodies of water. Maybe people, maybe stories of people wetting themselves. Maybe know? on simply the jest, there may be a single story during the wet theme of somebody wetting themselves. Let's find out. G'day, Elise. What is your wet story? Hey guys. Uh, basically, I almost had my togs ripped off of me. On a slide at Wet n' Wild. Oh, no. Um, was it the slide itself? Tell us the story. Uh, so my friend and I, it was a tube one. So we were at the very top of the slide. We hadn't even gone down the slide yet. She's in the front. I'm in the back. And the technician's like, yep, let's go. So we start going to start pushing the tube down the slide. And suddenly the crotch of my togs gets caught on something. Um, again, haven't even gone down the slide yet. And I can feel it stretching and just... My cooch is just out. And I'm like screaming at my friend, like, please, please. And she's like, why isn't it going? Still trying to push the tube down the slide. And then the technician realized something's wrong. And I'm like, oh, my God, because all I can think about is I'm going to be naked down the bottom of this slide. So it's the kind where, like, your legs are your legs are sort of up and your back is up, but pretty much your your butt and, to use your word, cooch, are pretty much touching, yeah. touching the bottom of the slide. Exactly, exactly. Mm. And I was just wearing, like, a $12 Kmart bathing suit. So I was like, this is not going to go well. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the, you, right now you're being held... By sheer force of just a twelve dollar Kmart <laughs> bikini bottom. Well, I'm I'm holding the bottom of the bathers oh. and yelling at my friend, <laughs> and she can't hear me because the water's like rushing. Of course. And I'm just like got tears in my eyes, feeling it <laughs> stretching. I'm like, it's gonna break, and I was so terrified because I was like, I have nothing to cover me if I if this rips and we go down the slide. Oh yeah, and then there's all the people at the bottom waiting to see the people who come out of the tube. Yeah. <laughs> Was a so, big line on the bottom. So oh. you said the technician came over. Were they over, were they able to help you? By the way, I love yeah, the way that you call like, the technician. I don't know what to call them, but she was like, "Oh, what's wrong?" And I was like, "My my bathers are caught. My dogs are caught. Please help me." And she's like, "Oh, okay," and stops my friend and pushes us back. And then I, uh, as we're going down the slide, I've just lifted my butt up the whole time down the slide because I was so terrified I was going to get caught again. Oh. So you were okay in the end? They all stayed intact? Yeah, didn't even stretch. Hot damn. (laughs) Okay. Quality bathers, quality talk. Christina, what is your wet story? 
Hey guys, so my wet story is I missed an international flight because I wet, well, soaked my pants right beforehand. Oh no. Oh no. Are we talking, are we talking piss? Was it your own fault? Yeah, yep, completely. You're, Damn. You're right. Were okay. you at the airport? What happened? I was at I was at the airport. So leading up, I checked my bags in 10 hours before the flight. 10 hours? What? What? Yep. Why are you so prepared? Oh, I'm not, trust me. I had just come from, this is in Vancouver. Uh-huh. I had just come from Banff on a 12-hour bus ride. Oh, so it was like a, okay, your bus dropped you off. You had a long time to wait at the airport. Yeah, exactly. So I went and killed some time downtown and in a bar with some friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> and anyways, got carried away, got on the train with one of my friends. He got off at his stop. I carried on to the airport and realised how bad I needed to pee. So I ran into the airport. The first person I asked, I'm like, where's the toilet? And she's like, over there. And so I sprinted to that toilet, threw my bag off. And as I was pulling down my pants, it just happened and it didn't stop. So as... As this is happening, I'm hearing my name being paged over the loudspeaker <laughs> because I was running late as it was. <laughs> yeah, right. So you you were already pushing it, really, weren't you? I was already pushing it, yeah. I uh, had a few too many already pushing time. And I'm just sitting there in the toilet in absolute shock going, no. I had no spare clothes with me either. So did you First miss your I've flight traveled with- kind of intentionally? Yeah, I sat there listening to my name being called over the speaker over and over, and I was like, no. You know, whenever I'm at the airport and I hear people calling out their name, they're like, hey, will Lewis Hobber join us on the plane or whatever? Is there a Lewis Hobber here? I'm always like, who is that person? Who, what are they yeah, doing? Yeah, I was that person. And they're in a person. toilet pissing themselves. <laughs> I did yeah. not realise. Yeah. We've been that person, Michael. You and I were at an airport together when they called and they called out Hobber and Hing, Hobber and Hing. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> but and everyone at the airport themselves. looked at us. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was after Splendour in the Grass and everyone at the airport was very aware of who, of who those names were. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. Ballina Airport. Ian from the Gold Coast, uh, the home of so many uh, great theme parks like Wet and Wild and, of course, Hollywood on the Gold Coast. Mm. <laughs> How are you, Ian? What's your wet story? Uh, um, about two Halloweens ago, I went to Rick's up in uh, Fortitude Valley and I was on the dance floor and um, I had this girl like come up to me and started grinding on me. And I'm very gay, so I was just letting her do her thing and I was like, okay, we're just having a good night. And then she started kissing up my neck. So I've turned my head so she didn't kiss me. And she starts licking my ear, like very sloppily. And then all of a sudden, I turn around and she's just born. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Maybe she got the picture. And I've gone and I've wiped my ear and she'd actually sucked my tunnel out of my ear. And, and, And she obviously swallowed it and just like laughed. What? 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 Oh, like this? Yeah. Like a you have like a like big spacer paper. thing in your ear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's like the like <laughs> like. like <laughs> what? Oh, so she's gone, sucked out a space, oh. hailed a spacer out of your ear, and then she's gone. Yeah, I yeah. must leave immediately. Excuse me. I yeah, so I've me. looked around and she's just smoke screened and bailed, and oh. my ears just like sapping wet without a without a taper in it. Oh, yeah. That's the point where she developed some self-awareness. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Wow. Oh, 
That's, <laughs> that's gross. Disgusting. Now, Ian, um, I, I, gosh, I've got so many questions for this, but I guess one is a friend of mine who has spaces, he took them out and showed them to me once, and they were gross. Yeah. Because maybe he didn't... Oh, I, I clean my ears every day. Oh, okay, so, so I was going to say, because if I had accidentally eaten my friend's spaces, I would be dead, I think. <laughs> but you had some clean ears. Okay. Yeah, there was no cheese growing on it. Eve, oh! <laughs> oh Even no. so. No, no, no. I don't want to eat anything oh. that has been in anyone's ear ever. And oh. I that on the, that's on my tombstone. Oh. Okay. He um, died doing what he loved, not eating shit from people's ears. Is that the worst thing you could suck out of someone's ear? Oh. Gotta be close. I'm glad you said ear. Gotta be close. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes you, where you, we people will send us in very gross stories about like cockroaches living in ears and things yeah. like that. That'd be worse. That'd yeah. be worse. Yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. But no, there's probably not much else that's I, worse. Yeah. Do you know what, though? I do reckon I, um, when I was like a teen, you, you know, you're finding your way through the amorous arts, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Okay, and, um, okay. I, I must have read somewhere in like um a, like a Cosmo or whatever that um that earlobes were an erogenous zone. Oh uh, yeah. And I reckon for a for a good year, anyone that I was hooking up with between like the ages of fifteen or sixteen got a good focus on the earlobe for a while. <laughs> Perko, um, as a as, as a as a woman who's probably um made out with some confused um men in her time. Yeah. Have Has anyone focused too much on the earlobes? Or? Uh, I've I've read or heard that as well. So Lewis isn't completely off the mark, I don't think. But no, luckily I haven't um, haven't had anybody paying too much attention to the to the lobes. Yeah, never got much of a reaction. But you know, you just at that age, you don't know. You don't. You have nothing but much to actually, compare it to. You oh know my what goodness! I mean? You've just you've just um, unlocked, a mem- unlocked a memory. Oh no! Which was when I was at uni. <laughs> A friend of mine. I don't know if we were friends. We were like acquaintances. I don't. We weren't even like flirting. But she just said to me, "I've got a really long tongue." Oh, yeah. And I said, I don't, "Well, we're just joking around or whatever." And I was like, "Ah, cool, whatever." And she was like, "I reckon I could get it all the way in your ear." Oh! And I was like, "I was like, what?" And then she did it. Oh! And, and then afterwards, I was like, "All right, cool." And we like parted like, ways. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Like, and and now I wonder. Is that flirting? That's not flirting, is it? Honestly, Michael. Who knows? In your world, it's always hard to tell, but I mm. would say yes. Interesting. Well, didn't pick up on it at the time. <laughs> Shall we get to <laughs> You literally have a woman's <laughs> tongue in your ear, and you're like, I wonder if this is flirting. <laughs> this is my good acquaintance. I mean, it sounds like you met your match in terms of someone who is bad at flirting. I think she... <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> a bit cruel there. No, because I think... I thought that at the time she was... Just trying to prove just, to me the length of her tongue, sure. which is why it was confusing that she had to put it in my ear. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I wonder, my ear. Yeah, I wonder what she might have been hinting at with the long tongue. Yeah, anyway, see where else I can put it. I guess mate. we'll never know. <laughs> Coming up, <laughs> we've got some more stories to hear. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hear uh, a story that Perko absolutely loved. It's about the boys. The boys. What is your wet story, Josh, in Bayswater? Uh, hey, guys. Um, well, I doubled down on the wetness in this one, so bear with me. Long story short, went out for a few drinks, end up at these couple of random guys' house, you know, carry on into the night. I pass out in their reclining chair. I wake up the next morning soaked from the waist down. Mm. 
Oh. Um, it's pissed naturally. So anyway, I, I get up, I'm trying to get my bearings. I want to escape before I have to explain myself. Yeah, uh, sure. Um, but I'm wearing tan pants. You can't really hide wet on tan. No. So I decide to soak my pants in the laundry sink to make them all one colour. Oh. And wring them out. He's a MacGyver. While I'm waiting for my Uber, yeah. So that you got into the Uber with wet pants, but they were one colour, so you think maybe the Uber driver didn't notice that they oh, were wet. Oh, he's just wearing well, dark tan pants. Well, it didn't affect my Uber rating, so. Okay. Oh, all right. You taking notes yeah. of this, Hingers? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I need to learn. <laughs> Matt in Newcastle, the greatest city in the world. What's your wet story? Okay, so look, I'm on a buck show, um, and the boys thought it would be a great idea to put about a 15-kilo steel ball, um, connect that to a chain, and wrap that around my ankle. The oh, ball the ball. Chain. Ball and chain? Is that the ball and chain? Yeah, that's it. Um, it's a good so one from look, the boys. <laughs> um, uh, the boys go, all right, let's go swimming. And they're like, yeah, yeah, good. It's hot day. I'm like, I could go swimming. I could deal with this. With the ball so and I chain on. To put... Yeah. I'm starting to think on. that the boys aren't thinking this through. Well, it's probably more me, to be honest. Okay. Not thinking it through. Don't you but... dare blame the boys. <laughs> Sorry, the boys have done nothing wrong. <laughs> so, so wait. Not so all the a, boys. A, a steel ball and chain around your leg, and then you what? You go in a river, a pool? What are you, where are you going to go swim? There's a creek in outback New South Wales, uh-huh. and there was this big drop-off right at the bank. So I'm like, all right, I'll put the ball somewhere. I, I find this tree root. I stick it on the tree root, and I just lie on my back in the water. Everything's going fine until I drag the ball off the tree root, yeah. and it drops straight to the bottom <laughs> of the creek and pulls me with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who could have seen this coming? Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> You'd think that, wouldn't you? And then so I'm like, all right. So are you dragged dark. underwater now? Dragged underwater. Far I'm totally out. underwater. And, and oh sorry, are you a bit drunk at this point as well? A little bit. It okay. was the morning of when we were going home, so okay. probably more drunk than the night before. Okay, okay. sure. Okay. So oh I start to pull, like, start, feel my leg, pull my hands down my leg, find the chain, pull my hands down the chain, find the ball. Happy days. And then I pick the ball up. I'm standing on the bottom of the creek bed at this point, and I lift it up, and I'm trying to find somewhere to sit it above my head. Mm. Far out. Eventually, I find a spot. I put it there. I have to let it go to make sure it's going to stay there. It stays there. As I'm swimming to the surface, I just see these black and white dots coming from the side of my vision and start to creep over in front of me. Just as I burst through the water, I'm, you know, I'm alive, I'm breathing, and the whole, everyone's just standing there watching me come flying up through the water. As soon as I surface, they all grab me reached down, grabbed the ball and chain and pulled me out of the water. I'm just sort of lying there on the bank and they're all just looking at me like, you all right? Yep. 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 I think I'm all right. Wow. Mm. So you nearly died from a um, clunky metaphor. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and look, I'll be honest with you, I wore that thing for two days and it was a nightmare. <laughs> Tallulah in Northcote, what's your wet story? Hi. So when I was little, me and my sister were younger, we were both having a bath. Um, when it t- came time to get out of the bath, my sister refused. And um, when my mum came to, like, you know, kick her out of there, she burst into tears and it was revealed that she had put all of her fingers down the drain in oh, the bath. No. Um, and so mum tried to get her out, you know, olive oil, all that sort of stuff, and it just was not happening. 
So she had to call the fire brigade um, to come and get her. And <laughs> she's still like, you know, one hand in the bath. We can't get her dressed because she's, oh. you know, caught yeah. there. <laughs> um, they, the fire brigade rocked up and they thought it was just like a little girl with one finger caught in the plug, blah, blah, blah. Realised she'd fully jammed every finger down to the, like, oh, knuckle no. in there. Oh, no. Um, and they couldn't cut the drain out from the top of the bath, so they had to cut a hole through the wall from the lounge room next door oh. and go underneath the bath and cut the whole drain out and then cut it away from her finger. Oh. Fingers, I should say. How long oh, did that take? God. Hey? How long did that take? Oh, Hours. It was hours. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> a really long time. Oh, that's so <laughs> that's oh, I told her, yeah, she told me it was very traumatizing. Yeah, I'll bet. I bet, yeah. Why is that the fire brigade's job? It's a you great know, question. It shouldn't be mm. up to the, the, the fire brigade. I mean, you call a plumber, surely. Or maybe not even a plumber. But I mean, it's a te- technically it's a blockage. Do you think we should have emergency services, fire, police, ambulance, plumbing? Plumbing or, like, just, I would say, like, yeah, just... You, well, I guess if you, if, if I was lethal injury, if I was a firefighter, yeah, you know, you're gearing up to go fight the big the bushfires and whatnot, big yeah. fires, and you get called out to bring a cat out of a tree just because you're a guy with a ladder, you know? Yeah, true. like this is not, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but I reckon. Okay, so it should be fire, uh, uh, like ambulance, police, ladder. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, that wouldn't have helped Tallulah. <laughs> so yeah. I think we need like a handy, handy, handy person. person. Yeah. 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 Tom from Melbourne, what's your wet story? Uh, I had probably the the worst accidental boof of all time. Accidental what? Boof. Okay. Is anyone un- does anyone Are you uh, saying woof? Like boof? a dog? Boof. Boof. <laughs> so I... boff is to go out and boof is to go in, so I'm un- I'm still lost. I have Let's... no idea what you're saying. <laughs> it's completely unclear what you're talking about. All right, let's, what all happened, right, Tom? Right. What happened? I'll, I'll give you the context. So I was on a uh, I was in Sri Lanka on a whitewater rafting tour, right? Uh-huh. Um, and the guide was like, "Oh, do you want to do you want to jump off one of the trees into the water?" I was like, "Sure, sounds fun." Um, was super janky. Had to climb up this like close to twenty meter tall tree using literal vines and. Um, bits of wood that had been nailed to the side of the tree and uh, get up to the top only to absolutely shit myself and realise that um, I'm definitely not as good as heights as, I, as what I thought I was. Right. Too so I, 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 yep. Yeah, yeah. So I was just standing up there shivering, letting everyone go in front of me. And then I'm standing at the edge while everyone's like yelling at me to get down. Another crew is coming by yelling at me to like get down. So I'm just getting all these people yelling at me, putting the pressure on. <laughs> So I just, and I don't even, I, I don't even jump. I very, very like just lazily kind of fall into the water. And while I'm falling, I let go of my life jacket. And that was like the only instruction I had was to hold onto the life jacket so it doesn't hit me in the face when I hit the water. Oh, yep. But while I was falling, I was kind of flailing. So I landed, I landed ass first in the water and got like a free river enema, which was super cool. Oh, um, and then the, um, and then the, the jacket punched me in the face and gave me a blood nose. <laughs> Perfect. So, so you can't cover insult... from both ends. Yeah, yeah. And to add insult to injury, um, from that I got an extremely bad bacterial infection oh. um, and end up in ICU for a couple of weeks um, with, like, all my major organs shutting down. <gasps> and Whoa! To be... Yeah, I had to be put on dialysis and have a catheter and all that fun stuff. That oh. escalated. I'll be honest, Tom. Whoa. I thought we were hearing Whoa. about a fun jump off a tree situation.
I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you're going river enema, you've got to go local, you know? You've got to go local. <laughs> or Nordic, you know? Go for one of those yes. ice-cold Nordic no, river enemas. You've got to go local produce for your river enema because that's what your body's used to, you uh, know? You're gonna... <laughs> yeah, you've got to find out wherever Mount Franklin is. Jump into it as hard as possible. Get some of that queen, yeah. queen, clean, fresh. I've got people do well. Hello there. Now I'm a cutesy prospector. People do um, keep it queen. In fact, it's an old prospector introducing his grandson. Well, hello there. It's me, the old prospector, and here's my grandson. Hello, <laughs> boy. I was going to say, people do enemas as like a wellness thing. Sure. You know? sure. So um, obviously this one didn't end well. This has ended up with, you know, a friend in hospital. But, yeah. you know, they do they do ones where it's like just clean yourself out and give it a crack, you mm. know. Would you yeah. ever consider doing one of those as one, as one of your wellness kicks? Do you know what I would I would have? And um, for anyone who's listening, I do um, occasionally go on a little wellness kick. Um, recently, I've had a few um, things going on. Some um, inner jaw massages. Mm-hmm. I've had. Um, I've got hypnotized mm-hmm. in the to last few weeks mm-hmm. to quit vaping. So I do. I am open to snake oil. Uh, <laughs> so send me your snake oil, ladies and gentlemen. Sell or beware. And I will. I'll give it a go. Um, but n- I would have. I reckon a few years ago got an enema because I. Um, that's nothing to do with my butt a few years ago. Okay. That's just that a few years ago, it, it seemed like something that I kind of thought might work. Oh, yeah. But I think quite a, there's a fair bit of evidence that it not only doesn't work, but actually does quite a bit of um, oh, it's harm. Oh, it's a bit cruel. It, okay. it flushes out all the good parts of your butt oh. as well as the bad parts. Mm. Okay. Is what I hear. I'm Poco, not... you look devastated to hear this news. <laughs> no, I'm thrilled that there's good parts of my butt. <laughs> I, you haven't been getting my texts? <laughs> Uh, well, right. it is time now to get to the most magical time of the podcast. The time where the old prospector introduces more of his family. Hello! No. <laughs> the time, of course, where we honour the late great still alive, Pat Boone. Pat Boone! With the... Bonus call. Bonus call. Perfect as always. Wow, a few weeks off. We've lost it. Our bonus call this week is Matt from Tamworth. G'day, Matt. What's your wet story? G'day, Skipper and Earth Castmates. Thank you so much. I got the name Swamp Man, the nickname Swamp Man. Here we go. What happened? I was at a wedding on a property. Needed to go to the toilet. Uh, they had port set up. And I thought, I'll be a gentleman, leave the port for the ladies and the, the elderly that were there. Sure. Walked through some long, long grass, about chest high. Kept walking, kept walking until I couldn't see the port Next thing, the ground disappeared, and I was waist deep in a creek. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, stood there, contemplated life for a couple of seconds. Um, climbed, climbed out, climbed out using grass and tree roots because it was the high. Walked back to the marquee tent. I had black pants on and dark shoes. I thought, I don't think any. I'm going to get away with this. No one's going to about this. Yes. Sat, sat back down at the table the telling crime. stories. Yeah, sat back down at the table telling stories, having a big old laugh, and someone slapped my leg as I was laughing, and they're like, why the hell are you wet? <laughs> oh, no. Um, then I had to proceed to tell them, tell them the tale. Big laughter ensued. Uh, the, the mother of the bride found out and gave me some tracksuit pants. Um, I was leaving and then 
that night I was either known as Craig Cousin that fell in the creek or Swamp Man. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, great night. Uh, I guess I, I need to ask about the going to the loo. Were you, was it a number one or a number two you were trying to do? Uh, number one, number and one. I can't tell you whether I did or not. I probably did when I fell in the creek. I'm not sure. It's anyone's game. Yeah, yeah who cares? Yeah. Uh, well, Swamp Man, I appreciate the story. It's always nice to hear the origin story of any Australian nickname, and yes. this has been uh, a pleasure as always. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Perko, it is now time uh, to put Swamp Man behind us and for you to do the only part of your job that matters, picking a winner for Simply the Jest. Well, look, you know I love any story that starts with me and the boys. <laughs> love it. Love them. Gobble them up. The best kind of stories. What did you say? They're never problematic. Um, I also, obviously, really loved how quickly Tom's story escalated, going from, like, jumping out of a tree into a river and then ending up in hospital. Loved that escalation. Mm -hmm. That was wild and a lot of fun. But I don't think we can possibly go past the story we heard from Ian. I don't want to encourage disgusting stories, but this one was truly horrendous. (laughs) I hated it so much. And just for having lived that experience, having that be something that's happened to Ian, he absolutely deserves to be simply the jest for this week. Just quickly, would you rather be the person who sucked the spacer out of the ear or the person whose ear was sucked? Ear was sucked. Ear was sucked? <laughs> Lewis? Yeah, 100%. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, you got to have to. Yeah, no, you're right. Actually, you got to go ear sucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah you of can't course. go. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Congratulations, Ian. You were the better half of that story, and you also uh, win a big red stick that says I was the best on Simply the Jest. You also win a golden ham chain carrying courtesy of Hobber and Hing Incorporated. Um, thank you to everyone who called in today. And Perko, thank you for joining us. Uh, Lewis, are there any reviews of the podcast? Oh, there's so many that's come through in the few weeks we've uh, been away. Thank you to everyone sending in uh, beautiful reviews. We do love to see them. We do have one rule, of course. Uh, minimum five stars. In fact, we have a great review uh, from someone called Popping My Songs Night Long. Uh, thank you to Popping My Songs Night Long. Uh, they gave us the minimum five stars, of course, mm-hmm. and wrote the eye-watering, gag-worthy, vomit-inducing, visceral storytelling episode containing the notorious hashtag phlegm slurp was Whoa. hands down Whoa. the most disgusting, horrifying, and intense episode of any podcast I have ever listened to. Ah! Never in my life have I had such a physical reaction to words. Same. Same. <laughs> How do I still love this podcast so much? I look forward to new episodes of this podcast every week. Thanks so much, Hobber Hing and Little Skipper Perkins, a.k.a. Three Musketeers, for making me smile, laugh, and now gag every week. <laughs> Please never stop making this podcast 15 out of 5 stars. A delicious review from Popping My Songs Night Long. Thank you so much. Mm. I love the, just the sentence. Never in my life had I had such a physical reaction to words. <laughs> Truly disgusting. Um, thank you for the review. Thank you to everyone writing reviews. And uh, a big thank you to our producers this week, Ann Carter and Lou Hill. And also to Pat Boone. Thank mm. you for being you. See you, Perko. <laughs> Bye. And also, see you, old prospector. Goodbye. <laughs> This impression has deteriorated significantly yeah. since I, I only know how to say hello. <laughs> they only taught me hello. They only taught me hello at, at Prospector, at Prospector School. School. All right, bye, everyone. Bye. So she's gone. Hey, it's Sanro. If you're enjoying Simply the Jest, then I reckon you might like Bang On. 
It's a podcast with me and the legendary Miff Warhurst, banging on about the week of music, pop culture, life, fashion and stuff. Bang on on the ABC Listen app and wherever you get your podcasts.